All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's after five o'clock. Welcome back. It is a uh, game day, Oilers and the Devils. And hey, it's a uh, game day, the final day of a uh, month of giving in the bidding. Anyway, we have uh, three packages for you. Bobby was at 17 and now uh, Mike's at uh, 1800 for the uh, brew house package in the uh, clubhouse. That's an unbelievable package. It includes a thousand dollars in food and beverage for you to use. And, uh, you know, people have asked, hey, can you bring your own after? Yes, you can as well. Uh, or they have a menu there. Of course, they'll serve you all. It's got a gym. It's got bowling out. It is the ultimate party place for your staff party. You can fit up to a hundred people in there if you want. It's uh, great. So this is an absolute steal right now at uh, 1800 uh, Package uh, number two, all the wine at $3,000 with Scott. Uh, it's uh, six bottles of wine, some high-end bottles of wine. Now, I'm not a wine guy, but uh, I did look up these bottles. And phew, the uh, the Dark Matter Limitless Cabernet Sauvignon from Howell Mount. It's like a $225 bottle of wine. Yowzer. Brand number 95. They have a, So there's six of those high-end bottles, the glasses, the decanter. And then you're going to get a private wine tasting for 10 in your home, hosted by Ryan from Baseline Wine and Spirits. And he shows up with an additional six bottles. So uh, Scott has that right now at uh, 3000 So for the wine connoisseurs, this is your package. And package number three, currently at 3650 is the uh, four low seats, courtesy of Trilogy Oil Field for the Order Sends game on Saturday, January 6th. And then you get the uh, custom 24-inch by 36-inch sign from Steel Collar CNC. It's a 3D sign and includes all the design consultations, the drawings, the drafting from Graham and Kim. Uh, you can see all their work at steelcollarcnc.ca. That fouled at 3500 So that's a steal right now, 3650 So uh, we're helping out the Christmas Bureau and Gregor's 
congrats today. 833-401-1440. For the clubhouse or the wine or the orders and sign tickets. Uh, You make the choice. So just put your name and your bid beside it and which package you want. Now, let's get to uh, Mark Spector in the Spec Report, brought to you by GS Construction, wishing everyone a safe and happy Merry Christmas, happy holidays. Be with your loved ones, have fun, courtesy of GS Construction. Mark Spector joins us, and uh, Spec, the Oilers, well, hey, they're hoping to have fun tonight uh, against the New Jersey Devils, two teams uh, both uh, disappointing in 12th place in their respective Divisions, uh, conferences, I should say. Uh, the order's going back with the Hyman, Nugent, Hopkins, McDavid line because, uh, spec, you have about a 1% chance to win a game if you only score one goal, which if they've done the last two games. So, uh, their offense has got to start waking up here after, uh, after a really good run. Suddenly they've, uh, dropped down. Yep. That's the deal. You can't win with one goal a night, right? So, you know, it's ebbs and flows. Every team's going to go into a spot where they have a couple games that they don't score. It's just the way a season works. But, um, yes, when you got some, you know, you're starting to back up goalie here. Uh, they've had some defensive issues the last few games. This is a team that used to be able to outscore its mistakes. And, and, and you know, they've made a living outscoring its mistakes. Uh, one goal a night ain't outscoring any mistakes, pal. So they got to pick it up. Yeah, 100%. Um, if you're Knobloch... How long or short of a stint do you think it is for Brown in the press box? And will much of it depend on how the team plays? Yeah, it all depends on how the team plays. I don't want him in the press box for very long because, you know, the whole deal on this guy is you're trying to build him back up into what he used to be. So he's not going to get there from the press box. But, you know, one of the weird things that's happened this year, and you don't even like to talk about it, they haven't had any injuries, right, or very many injuries. You know, we've talked about Broberg can't get out of the, couldn't get any ice time because nobody got hurt ahead of him. And uh, they take Brown out because they've got a bunch of healthy guys here and he's not producing, you know. And I read uh, Frank Cervelli was at practice today, say he left the ice pretty sour yesterday. And uh, there's generally two words that uh, you say to a player who's mad when they put him in the press box, play better. So if he plays better, he'll uh, won't spend any time in the press box, will he, Jason? Yeah, no. Hey, good. I hope he's upset. Like he should be annoyed. He wants to play. But guess what? Um, if I had a player who was, oh, great, I'm excited. I don't have to play tonight. That would that would be a problem. So yeah, I'm. It's not a surprise to me that Brown's annoyed. He should be annoyed. Oh, it should be and, mad. You're and, right. And some of it should be directed internally. Like you not know? just some of it. Right? Yeah, all of it. He's got to get impatient here, and you know, we're, I mean, I, I'm. Among us media guys, I think I've been one of the most patient. I have not sort of criticized the guy. I'm I'm from the, you know, it takes 40 games to come back from that injury school. But, right, but uh, there's got to be more than one assist here playing with Dreisaitl for as long as he has. He hadn't been good enough, and he's got to get better. Oh, 100% he uh he needs to get better. Um, we had Colin Chalk on the on the show earlier and uh, yeah. earlier this week, and he was very I, you know I used a lot of his quotes in my article today, and you know he talked really openly about Broberg and and just described how many times he was up and down like a yo-yo from the NHL to the AHL. And he goes, and anybody claiming that they know what they have in Broberg is is guessing because he's never really played enough consistently anywhere to get a sense of who he is as a player. And I went through his minutes played, you know, like he's only played 126 games in three years. That's combined NHL and American League and there was lots of those games in the NHL where he played less than like uh, like he only played I think more than 12 minutes like 40 times 
That's half the time in Edmonton. So it's hard. When you're playing six minutes a night, how can anybody know? Well, geez, I really got to see what he can do in six minutes, right? So I'm yeah. I'm still not one. I know there's a lot of people that want to just throw Broberg out and say, yeah, he's never going to pan out. They they He can't help them this year. Well, if you keep just throwing away prospects, eventually you need some prospects to help your team. That's just a fact, right? And so to me, I'm not saying you can't trade Broberg. Not at all. But I'm only trading Broberg. Like, I'm not throwing him in with Jack Campbell. Because, by the way, it's not just going to be Broberg. Look at what it was for Cal Peterson. It was a, it was Sean Walker, who right now is a more proven player than Broberg. It was a second-round pick. It was a second-round pick from 2020 in Elger as a defenseman who's a prospect. And it was retaining $2 million of the salary. So that so it's basically you're going to have to trade Broberg, one of your recent high picks, and a second rounder to get rid of Jack Campbell. That's what it's going to cost you. It's it's quite a bit, right? So it's not just one prospect; it's three. And I don't know if if I want Broberg because I don't know how good he can be. He might not be very good, but he might end up being quite good. So I would be I'd be hesitant to give him away like that. If I trade Broberg, I want to get an actual player in return. Well, there's a lot of there, right? There's a couple things I'd say. I'm absolutely from the school, and I wrote this some time ago. Anyone who tells you they know what Broberg is is kidding themselves. And that's the Oilers have done a poor job on that. By now, they should know what they got with this player, and they don't. So, you know, the other thing that, that I think an old sort of adage that we that I believe in, and maybe it's a cliche, but... You should prepare a player, a young player in the AHL long enough so that you bring him up once and he's ready and he stays, right? Doesn't always work that way, but that's, that should be your model. My guy stays in the minors until I can look at him and say, I think I can call this guy up once and he's never going back down again. They didn't do that with Brobert, right? They call him up, they call him down. They call him up, they didn't play him. Oh, he hasn't played, sending him down. They sent him down, then they call him up, and here we are. We don't know what the heck he is. And I think the last thing I'd say is people have to remember here when they say get move Broberg and move other things and move Campbell and they just gave up two first rounders uh, to get Ekholm at the last deadline. That's mm-hmm. a major acquisition. I like the trade. I get it. Ekholm's a really good player. He helps you win. I don't mind that. You don't just turn around and ship out first rounders every single season, folks. Because if you do, uh, you know the the pain you're going to feel is going to last a really long time. Oh yeah, it is. Uh, it is not easy by any stretch of the uh, of the imagination. Uh, one last one for you, Spec. You you hey. look at um, at overall. Like we've talked a lot about Connor Brown. Ryan McLeod isn't coming off an injury. Connor Brown only has seven inner slot shots. McLeod has nine, and he's played sixty more minutes. Right, like yep. uh, last game, I thought was a prime example of Ryan McLeod's unwillingness to go to the net. He had the guy yep. beat. There was a lane to the net, and he elected to go behind the net. Do you think that changes, or do they have to look at upgrading their third line center spot? Well, I mean, that's two different there's two questions here. Sure, if if McLeod doesn't turn his season around in a big way, that's their top priority at the deadline is a third line center, in my opinion. Forget top six. They need a third line. If, if it can't be McLeod, he's not good enough, it's got to be a third line center at the deadline. McLeod becomes my fourth line center, and we go from there. Uh, I think I said this to Kevin this morning, and I try not to repeat myself, but a lot of coaches would have sat McLeod tonight, right? His brother's on the other side, and his folks are in the stands. So I know some coaches that would have sat that player tonight. Really? Not, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, Mike Babcock would have sat him tonight. Yeah, I guarantee huh. you that. And some other coaches I've known in my past over the many, many years, this would be the night when Ryan McLeod would sit in that press box and he would be sour, right? You get the most mileage out of sitting him tonight. So whatever, Knobloch is choosing to play the player. But uh, if I'm pulling Brown out for performance, how long can I wait for I pull McLeod out for performance? For performance because he has not been any better and he's not coming off a torn ACL. Very true. Hey. So, uh, no, no. Hey, I do, don't discount that. I need more from Ryan McLeod. There's and and the thing is, there the stuff that I'm asking him to do, he's very capable of doing. We see him blow by guys all the time. Just take it to the net. He's got to play with more courage all the way around the ice. Yes, he's got. You know, he's a scout told me the other day. He says, "Yeah, he skates really fast. He just doesn't know where he's going." You know, he's a guy that skates around really fast and hasn't figured out where he's going yet. I'm not saying he can't. I'm not saying he won't. But right now, if you took, you know, sure, he skates fast. What else does he do? Nothing, right? He's actually become a decent face-off guy for a young player. I'll give him that, too. You yeah. know, young guy, pretty good in the draw. Uh, so there's a player there. But uh, are we getting impatient waiting for him to show up? Yeah, I'd say everybody's getting a little bit impatient here for sure, Jay. Yeah. Speck? Have a very uh, Merry Christmas to you. Your first is a grandfather, so I'm yeah. sure you and Shelka, you know, just remember, tell, remind Shelka that the little grand uh, uh, daughter doesn't necessarily remember the 800 gifts she's going to get her on her first Christmas. <laughs> yeah, no, Shelka's not going to put that baby down. I think I'm going to end up having to do the cooking this weekend when that baby shows up. She's going she's gonna to have a, her in her arms the whole time, so don't yeah. worry. Well, it'll be fun. Nice. Well, uh, do you have a Latvian gift that you, or gift, uh, dinner that you make? Uh, we do have a little, uh, we're making them, uh, actually starting them tonight. We make, uh, there's a little appetizer called a pirog and it's very Latvian. Yes. It's a little Latvian treat. It's got some, uh, some side bacon and ham with some nutmeg spices Ooh. inside. You roll it up inside some dough. It's like a bready dough. Like a pierogi? It's kind of like a pierogi. It's shaped like a pierogi, but it's bread dough. It's not, okay. it's not pierogi dough. Okay. And you heat them up and you have them before dinner and you better have them aways before dinner because everyone eats them and ruins their supper. So they're Ooh. really, really good and they're really, mm. really Latvian, man. They're Ooh. awesome. God, I might have to. We might just have to bring. Uh, I might have we'll to. see if, if there's any left at the yes. end of the weekend, Jay. I'll save a little. I'll save oh, a plate for you. Buddy, I'm all over that. I love stuff like that. Sounds unbelievable. So, oh, they're oof. good, boy. Yeah, you have, there's no such thing as the guy that ever had one P Rod. Okay? <laughs> no such thing. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Mac. Have a good one. All right, brother. That's uh, Mark Spector in the uh, spec report. Let's uh, take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll get to uh, Bronte. We're up to Nick has 2000 now on our uh, brew house package. Uh, we'll keep it going. Uh, 833-401-1440. You're listening to the Jason Greger Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. We continue on down to uh, half an hour left in the uh, auction item today. Uh, Bobby is in at uh, 2200 on the uh, brew house package, the uh, brew house clubhouse package. The wines, it's 3000 with Scott. And uh, 3650 is the uh, bid currently for the uh, Oilers uh, for low seats. And the uh, the sign, uh, the 3D sign, uh, it's a steal of a deal from uh, Steel Collar CNC. The sign itself is worth 3500 man. It's unreal. So you get your own customized sign. All of the design consultation, the drawings, the drafting, everything is included. And the four low seats for a Saturday night Oilers-Senators game. So uh, that's a pretty big bargain right now at 3650 
833-401-1440 is the uh, text number. You can also call the same number if you uh, want to put a bid in. It's that easy. We're helping out uh, Gregor's grads, and we are helping out the Christmas Bureau today. It's our final day of auction items. Tomorrow we have the uh, Pyramid of Giving to end, which is great, but uh, hey, we'll look for a good one today. Let's uh, go to... The Oil Report brought to you by Volvo of Edmonton, where uh, VolvoCarsEdmonton.com is where your place to shop online. If you're looking for a great uh, price on a great deal, the uh, XC60 Hybrid, you can get up to $3,500 off up until the end of the year. You got 10 days left of that great deal. VolvoCarsEdmonton.com as uh, Robin Brownlee joins us. Uh, Bronte, how you doing? Uh, hey, I'm good, Jason. Uh, one thing before we jump into the hockey. Um, Everything you've done this month is fantastic. Everybody's uh, loves tuning into that. The Gregor's grads thing, I just love that. That's outstanding. Every time I think of uh, uh, what you're doing with that, it just uh, it just makes me smile. That makes a big difference for those kids, as you well know. And good on you, man. Well, I appreciate that. Um, looking at the at the game tonight, the. Uh, Oilers in New Jersey, and we know Pickard's in. Brown is out, and uh, well, like, what's your expectations for Brown realistically when he comes back? Like, I don't care about the contract. I'm just talking. What do you think is a realistic expectation for him? Well, you know what i i I think somebody needs to pull him aside uh, and and tell him where he's got to go uh, to score some goals. Um, We've talked about this player many times, and the first stage for me watching him was the patience. You need to do that when a guy only played four games last year. I get that. And now uh, when he's moving fine and seems to be confident that he's not going to get hurt, that's another little mental step for a player. But now he's got to go uh, where it's greasy and where it gets ugly. And that might not be his game. I haven't watched enough Connor Brown over the years, Jason, to be honest, to tell you where his places, uh, where his uh, comfort zones are to score goals. But right now, whatever his comfort zones are, they aren't working. So he's got to get to that net front and start putting some pucks on net. It may go against the way he's used to playing, but he can't wait for somebody else to kickstart him. He's got to do that himself. And the way to do it is to get to the deep slot, get in front, and start banging away at pucks. So my expectation is somebody pull him aside, uh, and that can be a teammate, and say, look, I know enough about you. Here's what you need to do. Let's give it a try. What do you say? To me, that's square one for him. All right. Yeah, I would I would agree wholeheartedly. Um, the New Jersey Devils are, when you look at stylistically, this is a good matchup for Edmonton. The Devils aren't a big, heavy team. They, uh, you know, they got some inexperience on the back end, although it's good, like very skilled, like Namich and Hughes in a few years, man. I won't be surprised people saying how, man, New Jersey yeah. has one of the best decors in the NHL, but you don't become that right away. And they don't, you know, the, the orders get a reprieve from the Russian dominance until they face Shesterkin tomorrow because, uh, uh, Schmid is not in the category of, uh, the other goalies they faced. Not that the goalie was the reason they lost the last two games. It was the fact that they just got outplayed. But when I look at Edmonton now, like the importance of tonight's game is Robin. They, to me, early in the year, they were a team that lacked confidence. You start suddenly now you get on another four game losing streak. All of a sudden, 
they, you know, they're they're a pretty weak team mentally, I think, and and it starts to to all of a sudden just you know go down the tank again. Like this is a big game for Edmonton just to stop what's already a bad streak from becoming much worse. Because you lose tonight, now you got the Rangers are the best team in their division. Like oof, it could easily be five straight. You know that's the thing when this team this team is to me it's fragile, Jason. Um, they're 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 a little bit uh, in the front runner category for me. In other words, when things are going fine, they're good, and their confidence comes through because they've got the offensive ability. Um, you know, how do you in in the course of twenty nine games lose four games in a row twice? Three games in a row, twice, and 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 then have an eight and have an eight game winning streak, all in just over you know almost not less than a third of a season. Um, when they're in, they're they seem to be all in, and when they're a little bit off, they're fragile, and you can't lose chunks of games like three and four and expect to contend when you're off to a two and nine and one start to begin with, you throw in those chunks of lost points. It's difficult. So I see it as being fragile. Um, and I just mean, whoa, they're not, they, I don't know how much they can, they f- find a way to fight back when they get behind. Uh, I don't know if that, that's not their forte and it's hard to do when it's a track meet and the pucks are going in the net. Uh, that seems to be fine. But how about in games where the puck's not going in the net for them? Um, sometimes, like look lately, you got to score more than one goal to win a hockey game. And you've talked, you brought up some stats in the last couple of days. I'm looking at these 20, 29 games, Jason. Um, five times, uh, they're like one goal or zero goals. That, you can't win scoring one goal. You certainly can't win scoring none. And nine times two or less. You, you don't, I don't know what the percentage is for two or less, whether you added them up or not. You don't win games when you only score two. You need three to have a shot. If, uh, if you score two goals or fewer, you win 8.9% of the games. That's it. It's, uh, there's been 482 NHL games this season, and there's been a total of uh, third 43 where the team that uh, scored uh, two goals. And now I didn't include the game where no one scored in uh, Philly and the Islanders because it went to a, a shootout at 0-0. I didn't include right. that game. Uh, actually, no, sorry, I did include that game, but technically they didn't even score a goal, so it's kind of a joke. But anyway, so uh, I, no. I included it, but uh, it wasn't ideal. So. You look at, uh, if you want to win games outright, you need to get, score some goals. And, you know, 31% of the time, the orders are giving themselves less than a 9% chance to win, right? So that's not ideal. Yeah. Uh, New Jersey's a team that is not sound defensively. You should be able to create some offense for sure tonight. Um, the, uh, well, yeah, I asked Speck, I'm going to ask you, where are you on Ryan McLeod? Are you still like, ah, as a young developing player, he's seen a lot of signs, but my concern for McLeod is, I haven't seen any progression in the willingness to go to the net with the puck. That's my concern. I haven't seen and players get PO'd because I was in those rooms long enough to know this. I don't see the will, uh, and some people use the term jam, to go 
to those hard places. It's not easy. You get hacked, you get knocked down, and this isn't even in the era when somebody like Darian Hatcher could work you over. Think of old Ryan Smith going and stand in front of the net where the going was tough. But that's why Ryan Smith scored 39 goals one year. He couldn't break a pane of glass from outside 20 feet with that shot of his, but he went to where the goals were and he paid that price. Um, I don't see that from him. I see a player who can skate, who can move, who knows how to get to the net. But does he fly by or does he ever stop and stay there and do the hard work it takes to get something to go in? That's what I doubt about him. I'll I'll just call it will because I don't want to diminish the kid, but I don't see the will to do what it takes to score goals because, to me, he's got the physical ability. Rooms, do you have any uh, special Christmas meals that you're making at uh, Shea Brownlee? <laughs> we we will be having uh, we will be having family over, and I will, as I always do, defer to my lovely wife, who is a much better cook than I, and try to stay out of the way. And when the stuff is ready to go, I'll lug it out to the table. I'll help with the cleanup, and that's about it because that's all I'm allowed to do. But does she? <laughs> but do you guys have like something that she makes every year that's special for Christmas? You know what? It's really, you know, it's it's really it's really standard, Jason. And and for those who don't know, my wife is from the Philippines, and there's a lot of times during the year with holidays and that where we will have uh, uh, food uh, native to that country. But no Christmas, we play it straight up. We got the turkey and the stuffing and the sweet potatoes and the cranberry sauce, and uh, it's absolutely fantastic. And the turkey is. Nah, it's magnificent. Ooh. That's all I know. I like it. Awesome. Thanks, uh, Rubes. Uh, have yourself a good one. Uh, have a very Merry Christmas, and uh, we'll talk to you in 24. Merry Christmas uh, to you and the family as well, Jason. Thanks, man. That's uh, Robin Brownlee, a.k.a. Ruben Bronte. Um, Corey is in at 2400 on the clubhouse brewhouse package. The wine's at 3000 with Scott and uh, 3650 for the uh, orders and the sign package, which is still a huge bargain. Now, we'll come back. I know what happens in the final few moments. Everybody likes to get in. 833-401-1440. 542, welcome back. Jason Greger, Connor Halley with you. Hope you're having a lovely day. Uh, Bobby is in at uh, $2,500 on our uh, package for, we got all round numbers here, 25, 3,000, 3,500. Boom, boom, boom. It's like a progression step is nice 25 for package number one funny enough which is the uh brew house clubhouse package package two is three thousand from scott for the wine and uh, kyle has package three at 3500 the uh low seats and the sign courtesy of uh carrie mcgowan and uh everybody down at uh, steel collar cnc so uh there you have it so uh if you want in 833-401-1440. 833-401-1440. And up to 26 now from uh, Corey. Uh, Conman's going to be working the phones here a little bit for the uh, the brew house package, I'm uh, I'm thinking here near the end, which will be uh, nice. Um, let's get to the uh, ski report now. Brought to you by Snow Valley. This is the Sports 1440 
Ski Report. Your ski report for Thursday, December 21st, brought to you by Snow Valley Ski Club. Start your skiing journey at snowvalley.ca. We're entering the Christmas season, so the slopes might be getting busy given the limited amount of terrain open right now. So arrive early and get some runs in before the crowds roll in. Marmot Basin should be softening up today with four centimeters overnight and a few more runs open on the lower mountain. Upper mountain runs, however, are still closed. Down in Banff, no new snow overnight with the exception of Lake Louise, which received a pair of centimeters. Louise, Sunshine, and Norquay with all lifts operating and Nakiska also at full operation. Down in Castle Mountain, warm weather has forced the closure of the upper mountain and three of five lifts will be running today. Heading west, Fernie, Kimberly, Panorama, and Kicking Horse all open but with no new snow overnight. One bright spot in BC is Revelstoke, where they received 17 centimeters in the last two days. And if you look deeper into the interior of BC, Whitewater near Nelson is struggling for snow like everywhere so far this season with just three of five lifts open. But they did get nine fresh centimeters overnight. Red Mountain in Rossland is still not yet open for the season. Locally, all hills open and operating starting in on extended holiday hours this weekend. And if you're really seeking out the powder over the weekend, head north into BC to Powder King, where they've received an additional 20 centimeters of fresh snow in the last two days to go on top of a 120 centimeter base. That is your Snow Valley Ski Report. So I know uh, lots of ski fans out there, and uh, the ski report's been uh, pretty popular amongst them, so we're happy to uh, help you out, give you the updates, and, uh, and hey, have fun on the uh, on the hills here uh, over the uh, holidays. They get pretty big. It would sure, you know what? It would be a great gift from Santa if uh, there was suddenly a, a big dump of snow uh, in the mountains, but also locally. Could, uh, could definitely use some, uh, some for more snow. I know the sledders want it. Kids want it to go tobogganing. We need all of it. All of it would be uh, would be very nice. It's uh, it's long, long overdue. Uh, no question about that. So, I got a lot of texts coming. In. Hey, Gregor, you guys should talk about McLeod more. Look what happened. Hey, I know it's amazing what happens when you go to the net. Hey, hey, guess what? What do we talk about? What happens when you go to the net? That's where the goals are, baby. That's where the goals are. Go to the net. And guess what? You can uh, can make a you can get a few goals there, especially uh, Sam Gagne. By the way, hey, at some point, people have to realize Sam Gagne. What a signing that has been! He's playing great. He's got lots of production. He's got a great assist again. Limited minutes. Like, hey, good for him. Really good for him. That's a smart player. Who's got the passion? The one thing I never had a question from Sam Gagne was his passion about and his love of the game. He was always engaged and always played well. There's a, there's no doubt about that, right? He played uh, very well. So, well, uh, you know, smart player too. He's got the skill, and uh, that was a great play to uh, set up McLeod. McLeod, hey, it'd be hard to miss that one, but he scored it, and uh, and that's what matters. So we're up to uh, three thousand now. On uh, 3,000. So uh, there you have it. So good. Uh, great day here in the month of giving, man. I love it. Month of giving's rolling. And hey, you look at the. Um, what do we talk about before the show? What do the orders have to do? They need to go to the net. They need to get more guys, get around the crease, be hammering home some goals. And um, that's what McLeod did. And uh, hey, I guess the Ryans were listening. Because another Ryan has scored. 
It is uh, Nugent Hopkins. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And it is a two nothing for the oil. Nice. Now let's get... Um, We'll get to the uh, the lineup brought to you by uh, Sherwood Power Motorsports, and uh, trust me, you got you're thinking now. Some of you might be like, "Hey, what can I get the boat person in my life?" We'll stop in Insured Park because they have a ninety one thousand liter tank where you can test drive. Well, test drive is, is test drive the right word for a boat? I guess so. Still driving it, pontoon boat, fishing boat, you name it, you can try it all. Also, though, side-by-sides, ATVs, they have it all. Stop in, try it out. Now, the orders lineup, of course, the changes so far, so good they've worked. Connor Brown came out of the lineup. Sam Gagne moved in on the third line. And on the first shift of the game, Gagne sets up McLeod. It's one nothing. They put Nugent Hopkins back with Connor McDavid and Zach Hyman. That line has been producing very well when they're together this year, and they did again. Nugent Hopkins scores. Uh, Hyman gets an assist. I think Ekholm had the uh, other assist. McDavid started the play, won't get an assist, but uh, it was basically four touches that ends up with uh, Nugent Hopkins in the back of the net. Kane's playing with Drysaddle and Fogel, and uh, Adam Ernie will draw has drawn in. He's skating on a line with Hamlin and Derek Ryan. So your first and third lines have already scored. Uh, the other thing is, we never even really have to talk about it. when's the last time the Orders defense was the same pairings for this long. It helps for continuity. There's no doubt about mine. It helps for continuity. So, so that's been great. 
Um, the uh, New Jersey Devils, on the other hand, uh, Mr. Schmid, who uh, young goalie, came in with an 8.83 save percentage in the month of December, and the orders have pumped two goals past him in the first seven minutes. Eight shots, though. The orders are all over the Devils. They have come out. They look like a team that realizes we got to start winning some damn games because they do, right? Like the eight-game winning streak, you know what it meant? Other than winning eight in a row, nothing because they lost the next three. You've got to... Keep rolling if you're the Edmonton Oilers. Like they, they don't need to win eight in a row, but they, they got to get on streaks where they're winning kind of seven out of ten. That's how they got to be. And so far, so good for the Oilers. But uh, you look at their uh, their back end; it's been very consistent ever since Chris Knobloch took over. They just go with D pairs: Narcisi, Ekholm, Bouchard, DeHarnay, and Kulak. And you know, up until there's an injury, I'm not sure there's going to be a change. And so obviously you would hope that there's no injuries, but uh, I don't see them making a change at all. So that's uh, that's how it's going to go uh, for the Edmonton Oilers. When you look at their lineups and everything moving forward, it's a, it's a good sign, real good sign. Cons, I know you've been uh, working the phones. I have been, yes. Uh, Bobby, looks like he's going to take home the brew house package for 3000 uh, I believe we've got Scott three thousand for the wine package, and then Kyle's at uh, thirty five hundred. Kyle at thirty five hundred, yeah. so not a bad day. Not a bad day at all. Now, hey, we still got a few minutes left. Eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. People have bid later than this. It's uh, happened before, so uh, we always go right down the wire. So uh, feel free to get in on that uh, if you wish. So let's see where it goes. <laughs> you know what I like about our new text line that we should tell you can actually uh, you can send gifts. To us now that we could never got before. We got a much better tech system now. And, uh, and we can send gifts back sometimes, which is, uh, quite funny. And yeah, I get all the Costanza ones. All right. I see it. I'm laughing. Might have to put a moratorium on it. Okay. I will say though, gosh, the, uh, the, the Costanza, it's, it's coming in nicely and nicely means terrible. All right. Nicely means terrible, but it is, uh, it is coming in nicely. And uh, as Connor uh, always chuckles, it, the uh, I would think because I got still like seven weeks left, man. It's uh, um, it's still like it's still over halfway left. Like I'm still not even at half point. And ugh, God, it's gonna look brutal, even worse in the uh, in the coming weeks. So uh, well, we're get, gonna have a little fun with it because hey, you know what? Might as well have a little fun with it. So what else can you do? But I'll be honest, cons. Like I'm to the point now where, I God, it is like Trent from Wilhawk uh, Beef Jerky popped by the station today, and just all he did was he walked by and just pounded on the glass and started laughing because he was pointing to the back of my head. So, uh, you know, Trent, you're a good man, but uh, politely, I'll give you I'll give you the Glenn Sather game two uh, in Calgary. Anybody who's a diehard fan knows what that means. So, there you go. Coming up uh, also Thursday night or cons. Any, uh, any, uh, do you care about this game? Like, doesn't really matter. I mean, I, I like to watch any football game, so I might dabble in between intermissions, check out Saints and Rams. Uh, the Rams have a potential very good offense, right? Stafford, mm-hmm. Karen Williams, and you got Nakua and Cooper Cup. I always enjoy watching those teams go at it. And then if the Saints somehow go to Jameis Winston, you know you're going to be entertained. So, yeah, that's true. I mean, they'll keep Carr in, but. It's got a lot of playoff implications, though, right? They're both yeah. seven and seven, right? Like New Orleans is tied with Tampa to win their division. Like they could still finish fourth. The, oh, Ram- the Rams win; they could still get in too. So there's actually quite a bit on the line tonight uh, uh, in this game. 
So uh, Corey came in at 3,100, his wife said. 31. So, well, uh, but we'll talk to Bobby. Don't worry about that. We'll figure it out. Um, Cons, have yourself a wonderful night. On behalf of Connor Halley, I'm Jason Greger. We'll sort everything out for the month of giving. Uh, thanks for everybody. Kyle and uh, Scott, we got you guys. We'll figure out the, uh, the brew house one for sure. Actually, uh, Patty just texted and said uh, if Bobby matches him, he'd do two, which is unreal. So, that's unbelievable. <laughs> I would do the math in my head. That's like 12,000 bucks. In one day. I love it. So, on behalf of uh, Connor Halley, I'm Jason Greger. Here is the Sports 1440 Update brought to you by BIE Engineering, specializing in all your residential, commercial, and industrial structural engineering needs. Go to BIEENG.com. Good night. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.